Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. The Playmaker. Hi, I'm Andrew, and this is The Playmaker from Tortoise. One story every day to make sense of the world of football. Today, the first part of a Playmaker two-parter, as we try to navigate our way through the influence of non-fungible tokens, NFTs, and other crypto products on the game. And where could this all end? At the start of this season, there's a good chance that you'd never heard of an NFT or got your head around what Web3 was, let alone knowing how a DAO functions. But as we hurtle to the end of another football season, all those terms have had an impact over the course of this campaign. In some instances, they've had major ramifications. We're ending the season with stories of NFTs plummeting in value and of major football clubs weighing up huge cryptocurrency sponsorship deals. One group of crypto investors have even taken ownership of a football club. So in this two-part playmaker, I'm going to try and make sense of it all and look ahead to understand what these fledgling industries' next moves may be in the coming seasons. Let's start in some familiar territory. A big thank you, actually, from from myself. And I hope everyone's listening because, like I say, there's been a bit of criticism, but every bit of criticism there's been, there's been five kind of really nice messages from the community as well. In February this year on The Playmaker, we looked at the story of John Terry's new NFT collection, and the scepticism some people held against it. NFT stands for non-fungible token. They are a unique digital certificate registered in a public digital ledger known as a blockchain that is used to record ownership of an asset such as an artwork or a collectible. It means you can own digital assets, like a piece of art or a video or a song, in the same way you'd own a painting in real life. The former Chelsea captain had launched a new collection, the Ape Kids Football Club NFTs, and was promoting them heavily on his own social media. Other footballers, including Willian and Ashley Cole, had also promoted them. And at the end of that episode, we said this. So will John Terry's Ape Kids Club come to be seen as a leader and a legend, or a crash-and-burn failure? Given the rapid pace of digital life, we'll know soon enough. Well, we did learn soon enough. A month later, the value of those NFTs had plummeted by 90%, dropping from an average price of $656 in February to $65 in March. So what went wrong? The collection was beset by problems. A general downtrend in NFT sales across the board, but also some of the NFTs ran into trouble on intellectual property grounds. The collection had used depiction of Chelsea's badge and the Premier League trophy. The Premier League took legal action to get the trophy removed from the NFTs. How they thought they would get away with putting a Chelsea shirt and the UEFA logo and the Chelsea logo on a physical shirt or any shirt as that is, um, and then put it on an NFT and sell it to the market is just 
ill-advised um, and naive in terms of the power of IP of these football clubs. The brand of these football clubs is the most important thing. This is Tim Magnall, CEO of Capital Block, an NFT agency focusing on the sports sector across Europe and working with sports clubs. How they ever thought that they were then going to be able to promote that on the open market with a, a figure like John Terry, um, who's obviously being followed by the Chelsea club, by all these other football clubs, using the Chelsea logo and the Chelsea shirt, is uh, they were never going to get away with it. So ultimately, their mistakes and their um, their ill decision to create a NFT based on like uh, using football shirts and stuff like that has cost them. Ape Kids Football Club has since rebranded to Intermeta FC, promising to decouple themselves from the past and set ourselves on a new adventure in total control of our own fate. John Terry hasn't tweeted about his NFT collection since February. Really, the story was a lesson in how not to approach NFTs in the footballing space. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready get 30, ready get 20, 20, 20, ready get 20, 20, ready get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Let's head over to Europe. The Netherlands, and Ajax to be precise, where another NFT-based drama has run a couple of players into trouble recently. In 2019, a version of fantasy football was launched called So Rare. It's like a regular fantasy football game, but users can buy, sell, trade, and manage a virtual team with digital player cards or NFTs. The performance of the NFTs correlate to the real-life performance of players, so if they play well, their real monetary value goes up, and vice versa. Prior to the Dutch Cup final, Ajax players Daley Blind, formerly of Manchester United, and Davy Klaassen, formerly of Everton, were accused of essentially trading confidential information for potential financial gain. Blind and Klaassen both bought the digital playing card of their teammate Martin Stecklenburg. Stecklenburg hadn't played since August due to injury, but the fact that Blind and Klaassen brought him into their so rare squads suggested they knew he would start in the cup final. He did. And the Stecklenburg NFT went up in value when Blind and Klaassen bought him. Now, the sums involved are in the low hundreds of euros, pennies to top-level footballers. But this incident raises serious questions about player involvement in these platforms. And, as Joey Derso notes in The Athletic, in almost any other sphere, Trading confidential sporting information for financial gain would carry big penalties. But in the virtually unregulated world of NFTs, things are less clear-cut. 
What is clear is that this has been the first season when the big movements of cryptocurrencies and their extended industries like NFTs have entered football. It's still early days, but what lessons learned from this season may be useful pointers in regulating how the football industry acts in the future. Coming next week, in part two of this playmaker assessing the impact these industries have had on football this season. We hope you'll join the LFC Heroes Club and unlock the world's greatest football fan community. When you talk about crypto, I thought that's something that I thought that, to be honest with you, is the stuff that kills Superman. They are trying to implement a new business model and it's going to be a risk for any football club that does it. Thanks for listening to The Playmaker. While you're here, let me just quickly tell you about a new podcast series we've just launched here at Tortoise. It's called The Backstory with Andrew Neil, in which Britain's most forensic interviewer welcomes a new guest speaking to people with the power to shape events across our society and to influence our understanding of them. The first episode is with the former CIA chief, General David Petraeus, and I can't recommend it highly enough. Just search for The Backstory with Andrew Neil on any podcast app. Today's episode was written by me, Andrew Butler, and mixed by Xavier Greenwood. The Playmaker. ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. Are you a reality TV junkie? Do you ever think, dang, I wish I had someone to talk to about all the trash TV that I watch? Well, look no further, garbage lover, because Reality Gaze is a podcast for you. Hello, I'm Maddie. And I'm Poodle, and we're the Reality Gaze. We talk about all your favorite unscripted shows like The Golden Bachelor, Love is Blind, and TLC's big, messy behemoth, 90 Day Fiance. And if you're driving to work, folding laundry, or just pretending to listen to your husband talk about sports, just put on the pod, and you've instantly got two gay besties spilling all the tea and reading these people for filth. So come at us, y'all. Find Reality Gaze wherever you listen to podcasts. Acast helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. Acast.com